Welcome back to a new episode. Welcome to the What a Week series of the podcast, where we give you a new episode every single Friday. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening to the first episode. It was super exciting to launch that first episode. Seriously, I couldn't do anything like all day. I was just so excited for that episode to launch. And we got some really good feedback, really funny feedback really weird feedback um, and that's what we're here for so welcome my name is Insa Daniels if you are new and I, I have my co-host with me I can't even speak today welcome my co-host <laughs> I can't even speak today that was like uh, was that scripted or not scripted listen I have two glasses of water with me and I don't even know which one I'm drinking from right now I have a 1.5 liter bottle of water because it was hot today. And this is like the fourth bottle of water that I'm drinking. So, oh my goodness. It was hot, hot, you know, it's hot, hot in Cape Town. Hot, hot. It is so hot. And I <laughs> predict it's going to rain t- tomorrow. So the people say, whenever, whenever people are like, I predict it's going to rain, it just makes me feel like. The weather report. But anyway, welcome, Co. Chardonnay and Lima, once again <laughs> to the podcast. So today we're going to go into our house and lows our ricks. And then the hot topic is relationships. And we are going to be answering your questions. So we both posted question stickers on Instagram saying that we're going to answer your relationship questions. And there were quite a few that came in, some that was quite similar. And we're going to see if we can group them together and make sure that we answer all your questions. So, yeah, if you don't follow us on Instagram, please do so. The links will be down below in the show notes. Um, And then you can be you can ask a question when we post another question sticker. All righty. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into the gate. Let's go. What's your highs and lows? I'm trying to think of like a real so so let's start with the lows. The lows this week was this heat. No, like really, mm-hmm. where did it come from? And besides, so besides the besides the heat, today was my one colleague's official retirement party at work. So that was a bit somber. Okay. You know? Yeah. So those are. It was a bit. It kind of changed the mood, seeing that, you know, it's, it's not her last day at work. The last day will be next weekend, Friday. But because the official party happened today, kind of mm-hmm. felt so sad, you know. Um, yeah. And the other, though, was just something I'd rather not mention. Because that remember I spoke to you um, off the record about the low? Yeah. Yeah. So that low kind of rekindled. So yeah, oh let's not talk about that low. Okay. And then the yeah. But just to <laughs> just to preface that um, today's episode is about relationships. So. <laughs> yeah. We okay, can ask that question when it comes to the Q and A. Okay. Let me go with oh, my yeah. lows. I think that mm-hmm. my low. Um, my low was that on Sunday, I was just, I felt so sick, but in the sense of like mentally drained, but it be, it was because I just have so much on my plate, but in a good way. I mean, this sounds like a first world problem, um, but there's just so much going on that I am way too excited to sleep. And then, you know, I go to bed late in turn wake up early super tired and that obviously is a mental is a mental train um and then I think another low was just yeah I feel like sometimes I'm so hard on myself like I think that other people expect me to know everything I think that's like being hard on myself for nothing because like what's what's things for do you know what I mean like I just Mm -hmm. feel like from that hectic mood that I was in, I'm just like, I just need to go with the flow right now. Yeah. That is kind of like how life tends to be. Mm. Oh, so like my high was, so yesterday when I saw you. Yes. Um. Oh, is that not it? 
No, that was that was the one. But the sec so the second hire also happened yesterday. Um when I went to do like you know the that those official parent pick up report card moments at school, even though I'm not a parent. But yeah, so I went to go pick up my niece's report card yesterday. And then they handed like a little note which essentially says that she placed in the top four students in that her grade. And that was like so like because she was so nervous about yeah. being at the school. And you know, she had a teacher that wasn't really teaching math as opposed to regurgitating math, you know? Mm. Was super worried about that. But that ended up like the great. So that was like one good hire because I was helping with math all year long. So I do include in that was like a great time. I yeah. forget her name. What what is her name again? Um Tamia. So that will Tamia. be the eldest one of my brother's daughters. Well yeah. done. Tamia. Well done. Yeah. Let's get into the gig of your hire. Yeah. Is that, do you have more highs or is that the only one? No, you know, I, I, I feel like I must just keep it short and sweet. Can you just update me it? on the chronicles of the LV bag? Oh, yes, the chronicles of the LV bag. So I spoke to this, to this guy, obviously now again, for the umpteenth time. And then yesterday morning, actually just before I said to you that I was coming to see you, I got a text message from um, this guy saying that he will be dropping the parcel off this weekend because he doesn't want to send it with couriers because of all the public holidays and it might take too long and all this kind of thing. And so I said to him, no, 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 please, um, courier it. Mm. I do not want people at my home because tomorrow mm. you come and jump me, uh, you know. And attack me because I said that you gave me the wrong thing. That no. So is he giving um, you so, the right thing? So what I think I told you last week that he couldn't find the item that I wanted. Yeah. Um, but then he gave me the discount on the item that he gave me. Because mm-hmm. he asked me, do I want my money back? Or do I want like a discount or whatever the case may be? And I said, look, the one that you gave me, it's not like I don't like it. It's just not what I wanted because of the size of the item. But, alas, you know, me being a good person and not trying to ruin anyone's day and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I said, you know what? Give me the discount or whatever the guess, whatever you feel happy with doing. You rectify the mistake, just do that. Okay, yeah. No. You must also send so, me yeah, a that's... picture of the bag. I'm excited to see what it looks like. Yeah, when it when it when it comes, I will. When the okay. second one comes, I'll send you both. Okay, I haven't awesome. opened the first. I haven't. Uh, yeah. I've opened the first one, but I haven't actually used it. Um. So my highs. So I think I have like three highs. Um. Obviously, seeing you yesterday was so cool, and the gift you brought me light. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was so nice because my Wednesdays are like super typical like it's so typical and then getting to see you at the coffee shop and having that amazing gift it was just such a highlight of the day so thank you so much again and then um my other high is so I had lunch with my manager today from my corporate job and that was actually a really I said actually a really nice lunch almost like it was going to be bad it was a really nice lunch so I basically just came from it and I'm still trying to process you know everything Um, but it was really nice it was so nice yeah it was just a a good like genuine conversation Um, Mm -hmm. and obviously I had to like tell myself like just to chill out and not try to make it like too formal so yeah, yeah I think that that was so much fun and I think that more managers should take the employees out and have a conversation over lunch I think it's I think it's so chilled and then my last high which is actually happened last week but I forgot to mention it is that I got my flight tickets to Milan for March so I am super excited so it's going to be like i think a week in milan and then a week at the ski resort so yeah Ooh. super excited it's the same that. ski resort you went to the last time the exact same yeah same oh, same place everything so yeah super excited because obviously i've never been to milan so 
Oh, yes. I would yeah. like to place a couple of orders for items from Milan. Do not pack <laughs> any of these suitcases, please. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get into the gig. Let's get into the gist of the whole thing. Well, oh, wait, the recommendations. The yeah. Recommendations. Yeah. So, I would, so firstly, like, I, you know I love food. You know this, right? Mm, don't and so, um, so one of my colleagues actually, I think it's called something deals, but I can't remember the name. Like wiki deals? Things, something along those lines. Okay. And I know, okay, so maybe everyone knows about this and I'm just late to the party, but anyway. So she got this um wiki deal thing. Um, for a restaurant called, ooh, uh, no names because they're not sponsoring me, but it's a restaurant in Grove Street, right? And no, it's not Grove Street House. Um, or eat Istanbul because none of them sponsor me either. <laughs> um, but it's a restaurant in Grove Street, right? And she said that we should actually go and try it out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I, yeah, I'm hoping that they have a nice Food. But anyway, so the deal was apparently it's like two fifty for two people, which will include like a, a particular burger, a particular mocktail, and then something called, I think it's some sort of chili poppers or jalapeno poppers, something along those things. So, yeah. That but anyway, so, cool. my, so my recommendation actually is like, you know, Going try out the local restaurants, like, mm. you know, and not just McDonald's, not a restaurant, guys, please. Yeah. Any of this fish and chips, please, just to get past it. <laughs> you know? So, like, you know, try the local restaurants out. Yeah. Whether it's in town or in Somerset West, or whether it's Route 44 in Stellenbosch, which is also not sponsoring us. Um, but yes. <laughs> so yeah, you know, try those places, have fun, do things with the family, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know totally. I get what you're saying. It's like we often just go to the typical places that we feel comfortable with. So try something oh. new, especially because it's like holiday. So yeah. I think my Rick is it's more like a I don't know, maybe a feeling is just mm. to like normalize like just being true to yourself mm-hmm. in every like in every situation in every aspect and try not to like overthink yeah true, and just true, true. like be be yourself and your true self because people are going to be attracted to like who you truly are if you show up fake then people can see that as well anyway yeah. off we go let's get into the relationship questions do you want to go first okay cool okay cool i'll go first um so one of the questions that i got was how do you deal with money in a relationship Mm. and i was like okay cool because you know i'm not i'm not a relationship expert you know but i think this one i could actually take on okay like i feel when, when you're in a relationship and i don't mean like you are living in your house and he lives in his house. I mean, like, when you live together in the same house, you know? I think that the house... So, firstly, I have a discussion about what you guys actually bring in, you know? Yeah. And then pick what your total expenses are for the household as a whole, which means rent, food, electricity, all of that jazz, right? And if it comes up that... One individual in the relationship makes 20 grand after, after deductions and all that stuff, you know, and the other one makes four grand, which means you have a total income of 24 grand in the relationship right, that you are bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. So now, if your bills, your household bills amount to like 12 grand, I think that you should instead of taking your entire salaries and putting it together um, to cover all the bills and whatever's left, splitting it amongst each other, because that would kind of feel like sometimes unfair from the part that brings in more money mm. than the other. Mm-hmm. I would say split your bills in proportion to your salary, you know? So if you have 
24,000 rand combined and you have um, 12,000 rand in expenses split it salary-wise proportionately. So if you are spending 50% of your salary on bill, then your partner should spend 50% of their salary on bill, you know? Mm-hmm. And like in the scenario where you get a 20 grand salary, 50% of your salary would be 10,000 rand. And in your partner's scenario, you get the 4,000 rand a month, 50% of their salary would be 2,000 rand. So in, if you combine the two, you will have your 12,000 rand salary or expense, expense covered by doing it that way, you know? So in mm. that way, you as an individual who makes the 20 grand, um, spends 10 grand on the expenses, but then also has sufficient money left for them to do other things with, you know, besides the household expenses. And I also feel that if you're in a relationship, put money away together, you know, for when things happen. And should your relationship not last very long, um, when you leave, split the money the way the contributions were made, you know? If yeah. you contributed 10 grand, then take your 10 grand and leave, and that can also help you, you know, find another place or whatever the case may be. But just think, discuss it with each other, you know? Yeah. And find a solution that would work best. Like that idea would work for me best. Yeah. But it wouldn't necessarily work for everyone because, you know, sometimes people, sometimes people feel that, oh, no, you are the man, you have to pay all the bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that can sometimes become very much draining or it can become the the reason why the relationship always fails because you didn't speak about this, these things in advance. So, yeah, that's like my five cents on that. Does yeah, it help anyone? I don't know. I get what you're saying because I was once in a relationship and I didn't feel comfortable like talking about money. And the other person mm-hmm. felt comfortable talking about money, but mm-hmm. and it it just created like so much uncertainty and awkwardness because if you want to, for example, split like bowls or something like that, it's like that other person didn't know how much you can afford. Yeah, and um, you also don't feel comfortable to like tell the other person, oh, I actually can't afford to, you know, go to yeah. this restaurant or whatever. So I definitely agree. Like, be honest. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you are in a relationship with someone, then that means that you are trusting them. Yeah. So be as, be honest as, <laughs> as you, as you can in order to yeah. be able to, yeah, to support each other in your relationship. Um, I know that <laughs> I grew up in like in a community where, where it's always like you shouldn't tell your spouse how much you earn. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if I don't know, I'd like, I don't know, this for me is such a difficult question because I think that I haven't, I haven't mastered it yet because Mm -hmm. I'm still like, yeah, I'm like, I'm in and out, but what we do do that works is we are clear about who pays for what, Okay, who's contributing which portion. Um, so we keep our money separate and I know, okay, I contribute to this. He contributes mm-hmm. to that. Um, yeah. Or if we're both contributing to a specific thing, I know I contribute a, a percentage and he contributes a percentage as well. So it's very mm-hmm. clear. It's super clear. Um, uh-huh. But we may not always know like how much the other person is earning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because cause we're just not like, I think we're not 100% there yet, I guess. Which yeah. I think it would be great if we if we were super transparent in that way. However, right now at the stage, we just like we know exactly what the p- other person needs to contribute, and as long as you making sure that you know your costs and so uh-huh. are covered, and then also it's important like if you can't if you can't afford to to cover something, then just speak up like speak up instead of uh-huh. letting that thing like go into areas or something like that. Yeah, but in essence, you guys are partially the because. The only thing you guys are not disclosing is the actual income yeah. that you guys yeah. have. But the other things are kind of like in place. So, I mean, to each his own, you know. Yeah. It doesn't have to be exactly like my example, but that kind of discussion is what needs to be held. Between yeah, exactly. You and your significant other, whoever this other may be. Yeah. You know? But yeah. So that was like the first question that I got. So I'll go. I mean, yeah. I'll go with it with mine. 
Mm-hmm. Um, can you chat to me about a three-month rule? So apparently it's like this honeymoon phase and after three months, apparently your relationship spark will die out. I saw this on TikTok. I just wanted to wanted to know about it before I overthink. Mm-hmm. So this is like around the honeymoon phase of a relationship. And apparently it seems mm-hmm. like there's a TikTok trend that the honeymoon phase is three months. Okay. So yeah, to answer that question. So I think I'll go first. Um, so firstly, I think that there is a honeymoon phase. There could be a honeymoon phase to everything. There could yeah. be a honeymoon phase to a job. And of course, like in a relationship, you are, when you meet when you meet someone, like you're just so excited to see mm-hmm. that person, to be with that person. If that yeah. person's going to be like, can you take out the trash? You'll be like, sure, of course. Like, let me take out the trash. Mm-hmm. A year later, if the person's going to ask you, can you take out the trash? You're going to be like, listen, like, don't you have hands as well? Yeah. <laughs> it's just how like, it's, so it's not, I wouldn't say that the spark necessarily dies out like after three months um and mm-hmm. the three month period it could be six months it could be a year and maybe there mm-hmm. are people that that feels that this spark never dies out i think mm-hmm. the difference between the honeymoon phase and the after is just a different phase in the relationship the honeymoon mm-hmm. phase you're getting mm-hmm. to know each other people typically put like their best foot for their best yeah. foot forward uh, you see like the perfection of that person, like the best clothes. You guys probably go to like nice restaurants, whatever. And then thereafter, as you get to know the person, you feel more comfortable with being yourself and going to eat McDonald's. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it doesn't mean that the that the spark is over. Definitely. You know, it doesn't mean that at all. So here's the thing, because this thing sounds very much like that. And... It sounds very much like that movie that Steve Harvey did. You know, that act like, think like a man, something like that. Yeah. He speaks about this 90-day rule thing, you know, that yeah. happens to be three months. Um, where he says, like, where they made the comparison in the movie about um, in America, like, if you're working for certain companies, you have to be there for three months before things like benefits would actually kick in. You know, uh, and this sounds very similar to what this question is about. And here's my problem with all of these 90-day rule things. And, you know, the people nowadays, they live their lives as if they are on a television show or they are in watch or they are living their lives through a movie. They're vicariously living through movies, you know, mm, mm. and that is why the relationships fail because they wanted to be like that movie or they wanted to be like certain influences that they see, but they forget that they do not have that network behind them that that influencer has. They don't have that net worth. They don't have that money where they can just say, you know what, I'm done with being married to you and move into a villa in in Calabasas, you know? No, you don't have that. So you cannot live your life without expectation, you know? I feel like all of these things, we should talk about that they saw this trend on this app or this trend on that app. That is not relationship advice. Mm. It's not things that you have to build your relationship on. Yes, mm. when you meet someone for the first time, there's an initial attraction. Whether it will be chemical or whether it will be a, an aesthetic attraction, but there will be some sort of attraction. And like with everything else in life, that thing will be off, you know? And now you are left with the real person, the one that wakes up every morning to go to work or the one that needs to do whatever they need to do, right? Mm. Then you make your conscious choices in life. What will I accept as behavioral traits and what can I not accept as behavioral traits? And then from that point, you feel like, okay, cool, I can't accept this. But is it a a reason to terminate the relationship yes or no? Mm. You know? And so as you go through that checklist in your mind, you learn to love people. I've always said you learn to love people. You are just attracted to the aesthetics in the moment. 
But a relationship is more about learning to accept, learning to love things about people, and learning to love even things that you hate about that person. Yeah, exactly. Other trend things like 30-day trends or three months, whatever it is, those things are not really things. They're not really things. Yeah. They were all either fabricated from a movie and adapted into being a trend or whatever the case may be, but it's not really a thing. And if you base your relationship on that, you are deemed to fail. Yeah. Because you are you are thinking like, oh no, it must be like it's in the movies. Oh no, he must bring me flowers when he's when when he did something wrong or he must bring me flowers when I did something wrong and I'm upset with him. You know? Those yeah. things do not happen in the real life. Yeah, I you agree. Know? So I just And also I, like what I can say is that um, you decide, you and your partner in your relationship will uh-huh. determine like how long the honeymoon phase or whatever it is. The honeymoon phase can last for a very long time. It depends on how yeah. you see your relationship. So don't put like a time, you know, a time capsule to it, like, oh, X amount no. of uh, 30 days or 90 days or whatever. Exactly. Um but what I can say, what I will say is try not to make like major relationship decisions within the yes. first three to six months, <laughs> within yes. the first year at least. Like try not to make major no. relationship decisions. And I'm saying yes. this from experience. It doesn't end no. well. You need to take time no. to get to know people. Yeah, get to know that person really and get to know them while they are struggling to obtain things, you know. Yeah. Don't get to know yeah. them when they have half a billion rand in the bank account. Yeah. Because you know, then you you don't really get to know that person. But anyway, that is a different question altogether. But if they do, then good for you. If they do, please make sure that they have relatives that you can introduce me to them <laughs> so that I can Brooke Logan my way through that family. <laughs> Brooke Logan, oh my goodness, love it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, so my second question was, how do you navigate or how do you handle issues or problems in the relationship? My initial response, or generally when people ask me this question in general, I always respond by saying that if you are in a relationship with someone, the moment your relationship starts, you form that two-handed circle with that person, right? And you stare each other in the face. And any relationship issue that you have, whether it be money or baggage that you bring into the relationship or anything that happens that that you guys just disagree on, you do not discuss this with anyone, Mm. right? Not your mother, not your best friend, not a colleague. You discuss it with the person that you are in the relationship with. Because only the two of it will be difficult enough for the two of you to see eye to eye when you have a difference of opinion. And it will be more so difficult when you have outside influences clouding your judgment on the actual scenario. Right? So form that two-handed circle with that person and your issues remain in that circle. Mm. You, whether you speak about it today or tomorrow, don't take too long, but... When you speak today or tomorrow, you speak to each other about these issues and not shout, listen to what they are, what, what you're saying, you know, mm. listen to the other person's opinion or view of something, because you must always remember that you, that two people come from different backgrounds and different lived realities. And there will always be a difference of opinion because of those lived realities. And so you need to be understanding or mindful of the perception of that person or that person might have of a scenario because of their background. Like mm. I I used to be with someone who grew up in a single parent household. And I grew up in a two parent household. So for me, saying things like daddy and mommy came easy. Mm. For that person, because we didn't have one of the parents, saying the one grouping was not that easy because they were not used to that influence in mm. their lives, you know? And I had to ex- 
I had to take a step back and understand that because that person's lived reality was different to mine. I need to understand that the reaction to certain things will be different to mine. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, totally. I don't know. Totally. What do you think? I 100% agree with you. For me, um, I think it's just to add on basically what you were saying is that sometimes when you have conflict in, in your relationship, it is... It's just so easy to like want to flight, like just want to skip this part of the relationship, like the end. Take time and it, it's something that one needs to work on really before you respond like with anger. Take time mm -hmm. to really sit and process your own emotions first. Understand like why this er arose, like what are you currently experiencing and then try to look at it from the other person's point of view. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, have a conversation about it between yourselves. And if you need, like, if you want to go to someone for advice, then make sure that you're choosing the right person to give you advice. If you mm -hmm. typically what we do is we go to someone that we know is going to validate us. So, yeah. and, and, you know, like misery loves company. Mm -hmm. So we'll go to our most negative friend to validate how we feel and this person's probably going to um you know blow it out of proportion even more so yeah just be careful who you seek advice from yeah true. yeah all right my next one is i just got out of a relationship how long should i be single oh can i answer this go for it because i feel like i have this thing on my mind and it bothers me <laughs> Okay, so this might not be a direct answer to your question, but here's my point of view on this. You know, we, or what I've noticed nowadays is that people have got this notion that I need to be, I need to be with someone to feel validated, you know? Or they have this thing where they say that um, I need to be, I, when I'm in a relationship, the first thing that goes wrong, I need to leave. I need, mm. to leave it, I need to end it and it's to end now. What they don't realize is that when you do that often enough, dating someone and then leaving and dating and leaving, dating and leaving, it creates habit. You become a creature of habit that when the, fir or the first sign, when the first sign appears of a problem, you flee. You don't mm. stay and fix it or fight. You flee. You run to the next relationship. That. And when that habit forms, it becomes very difficult to break that habit when you have the right person because your natural instincts say, jump into the next one, right? But to answer your question, I think after every relationship, give, it, give yourself enough time to work on yourself because that is what that time is for. Mm. Work on yourself. Um find out why it didn't work, you know? And then I would say, if your relationship was a year long, spend at least half of that time period to work on yourself, to better yourself before going into the next relationship. Because you can't be jumping from one into the other without truly, fully healing from the previous experience. Because then you walk into the next one with a preconceived notion of what is supposed to happen or you walk in seeing red flags that aren't really there yeah. and that poor next person will have to now jump through hoops to get to you when it's not fair on them to have them jumping through those hoops yeah and like you're carrying your baggage potential baggage yeah. from one relationship yeah. to the other i agree like i know that everyone wants to be in a relationship or most people that I know, but like, enjoy your single era. Enjoy it. Yeah. Like take time to get to know yourself, like date yourself in between. All right. This one is how do I build trust in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Trust is earned, right? No one just trusts anyone for no reason so how how willing are you to trust someone else 
because you cannot expect someone to trust you to a certain extent, but you are not willing to reciprocate that. Recipro- Ooh, you're my English. <laughs> you are not willing to, <laughs> to give that trust back or that amount of trust back in the same amount of time. Yeah. So yeah. I think that kind of question is very much dependent on how willing you are to, number one, trust, how well you know yourself, Mm. And how willing you are to open yourself up to 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 the experience of that person, mm-hmm. because fully being in the relationship is being able to give your entire heart to that person, trusting them with it, knowing that within a split second they can destroy your entire being. And still trusting them with that power. Mm. You know? And so if you are not trusting someone else with that, but you want someone else to trust you with that, I think that's a very unfair playing field you're going to be entering into. Yeah. You know? So I think trust is something to build up over time by interacting with that person. So, you know, past your honeymoon phase that we mentioned earlier on, the trust of the relationship actually begins after the whole glitz and glam of the initial interaction has, or after that novelty has worn off. You see, because yeah. now you're going to be interacting with the with the person, you know, where you now have to open yourself up to them and where you have to now allow them to make certain mistakes and see how those mistakes affect you. Because people should remember that you are in a relationship with another adult. Mm. You should be able to voice your concerns or your opinions about something. Mm. And when he or she goes out into the world and does things, you should hope and think that they would take your opinions into consideration before they act. Mm. You know? So, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, so for me, it's like, I agree with what you're saying. And then also, if you have been in a relationship for a while, or not a while, doesn't matter, and your partner's going out, and you are maybe like, they go out with their friends, and you start like overthinking and wondering what they are going to do. Just think about the fact, like, have they ever given you a reason like not to trust them? If they have sure. given you a reason not to trust them, then obviously there is a problem. And mm-hmm. that's why you are feeling like you can't trust this person. That's why you're feeling resistant. And then, like you said, have that conversation with this person because you're in a relationship with them. So you should be able to have a conversation with them. And you yeah. it doesn't have to be like like a wild conversation. It could just be like, listen, I need to discuss something with you that I'm experiencing or feeling right now. And then mm-hmm. just share it with them in a real, like, calm manner and not, like, an attacking manner. Yeah. Um, and then even, so let's say they didn't give you a reason not mm-hmm. not to trust them. Like, you just, everything's fine, but you still have that, that insecurity. I think one thing that helped me was knowing that people are going to do what they want to do. So... You have to trust yourself that you made the right decision to be in a relationship with this person. And if they do something that is, you know, not in alignment with the agreements in a relationship, then like there's there's nothing that you can do about it because you can't hold someone back from going with their friends or like wanting to be on top of that person or checking the person's phone or checking the email or checking the Instagram who they're following who they're liking etc like that is just way too hectic it's like you are going to make yourself sick like wanting to check their phone like checking if they actually have gone to this place that they said they're going to go like just let it let it be work on yourself like know that Mm -hmm. people are going to do what they want to do you can't control them and that like the truth will always show itself so just take a deep breath and when your partner does go out like do something as well don't like just sit at home and like wait for them to to phone you like 
find your friends, find your something to do for yourself as well so that your entire mm-hmm. life is not depending on this person. And then, yeah, just additionally, like don't make your entire existence depend on one person because then you are mm-hmm. putting like your your feelings and your happiness in someone else's hands and no one is worth that power. No one should hold mm-hmm. that power of your happiness and whether you're in a good mood or in a bad mood. Like you should hold that power. The fact that you are in a relationship with someone is like, they should be like honored. They should feel privileged that you have decided to be in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. With them. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Before I take people so- to church here. Yeah. <laughs> so so okay, so I, I actually got one more question that someone just sent like literally two minutes ago. And the question was how do you deal with honesty in the relationship? And essentially the story that I'm reading here is that they are saying that the the person that they are dating, the, the guy that they are dating, wants to be a DJ, right? Mm-hmm. And he had a, he had a couple of gigs, mm-hmm. and essentially he went to these gigs, but he was not as good of a DJ as he thinks he is. How do you how do you be honest with your mm-hmm. with your as with your better half or your 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 your, your other? What so no, so here's my take on this. Look. I believe your relationship should be based on honesty, right? And so I do believe that honesty is important and honesty needs to be fully and wholeheartedly honest. But I don't think that honesty should be in the moment, right? And why I say that is is like, you know, when your partner does these things, he's excited, you know? To be DJing, he's got a gig that he's working at, you know. He's excited and he sees you are there supporting him and all of these things. He's excited in that moment. So yeah. When he comes and asks me, you know, how was I doing? How was it for me? How, how, do you, how did you experience the gig? Be honest and say, you know, I loved seeing you there. I loved you seeing doing what you do. Because that, that is the truth. That is honest. You loved seeing him up there. You loved... Seeing him happy doing what he wants to do. Right? That is the truth. Now, tomorrow morning, or two days from now, you tell me, you know what? That gig we, you, you were at the other night, I like seeing you happy. I like you seeing what you do. However, the quality of what you were doing was not that great. You know? It needed some work. It needed a bit of workshopping. In that way, you don't necessarily take away his moment that you had on that night, but you can express yourself to him or her a few days later when all of that high has actually come has actually come down. Mm. You know, okay, when I adrenaline think rush point. is gone, when that adrenaline is gone, you know, when there's no people around where you can actually speak to that person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And say, you know yeah. what? I was happy to see you there. I was happy to see you happy. But you needed to work on this, that, or the other. Or maybe your, 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 your playlist was not really for the group that you were playing at, or your playlist was a bit outdated, or didn't mix well, or didn't, it didn't flow into each other quite great, or the upbeat wasn't right, or the downbeat wasn't, or something. You express that a day or two later, so you are so honest. Yeah. You just didn't yeah. take away that high from that person. I love that. that they have. I you love know? that. So I think that is so great. That, yes, I think that that would be the most appropriate way to handle it because if you if you damper their high on the night of that high, he's got, he or she has so much energy running through them that the reaction might just sound like it's harsh as opposed to yeah. you know, yeah. being received in the way that you intended it to be received. Yeah, That was like a question. So I think that would be... I love that advice. Yeah. I think that would be the best way to handle that thing, that situation at least. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, my next one is this is the last one that I have. How do I get over a breakup? 
Okay. <laughs> so I think this question ties into your earlier question when you asked how long would, do I have to wait until I go into my next relationship? Mm. You know, I think work on yourself. You know, I understand when you break up, there's a lot of emotions involved, right? But sit down and ask yourself, are you upset? because he or she left you? Or are you upset about the fact that the amount of energy that you invested into the relationship was wasted because it, it didn't last long, mm. right? If you are upset about the efforts that you put into the relationship and how that was wasted or squandered, that is fine. Deal with that however you choose to. Mm. If you are upset because that person left you, we have a problem. Yeah. Because I don't feel that you need to cry over someone who wasn't worthy of being with you. Agreed. Because they, if they were, let's say they cheated, they were fully aware of what they were doing and their intention did not have you in mind. Mm. So let them go yeah. because they never yeah. had you in mind. Exactly. Try over the energy and the effort that you invested in it that you have squandered. Try over that. That is fine. Do not try over that person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then do something for yourself. Learn from the experience. Learn to see what those signs are, you know? Yeah. And yeah. move on. The best way to show people that you have moved on is for you not to crumble, number one, and for you to be successful. Yeah, exactly. You know? Let exactly. them know, and I'm not saying you must be spiteful, I'm saying let them know this could have been a part of their journey. They chose to let that part of the journey go. Yeah. You yeah. know? But, so that's what I think would be the best way to do it is work on yourself to get over this thing and don't do silly things by doing revenge relationships because you're only hurting someone else in the process and hurting yourself in the process yeah so yeah so for me um it is i think that if a relationship doesn't work and especially if someone is breaking up with you that it is a favor and thank yeah. goodness that it happened now and like later down in the relationship um, yeah. you know, if it just really means that you were not supposed to be with this person and the yeah. sooner you can move on from that, like the better, which I know is a difficult concept to process when you are feeling like heartbreak. I know heartbreak yeah. is because I felt it before. I know it is the absolute like worst thing. You feel like your world is going to crumble, crumble, etc. But the, when you come up from it, like the amount of things that you've learned about yourself, the fact that you were able to survive like feeling heartbreak because it can become one, one of the most painful things. Like when you come up from it, you you just rise to another level yeah. and spend time like working on working on yourself. Don't like, don't spend a lot of time like pondering about that other person. Um, spend time like on yourself. Exactly like you said, like why are you feeling hurt? Like actually take some time to process it and understand why you are feeling hurt and then give yourself a break like feel mm -hmm. your feelings feel mm -hmm. all the feelings that you that you want to feel and do things that is going to make you feel better and not like better in the moment but like by like slashing the car tires or anything like that because that's just probably going to cost you money at the end of the day like yeah. do something, do something for yourself. Like if it is booking a vacation or, yeah. you know, do something that you think that, that that person like never wanted to do with you. Like do you basically do focus yeah. on yourself and rely yeah. on like friends, rely on your friends to be there to support you in a way of like, because typically when people get into a relationship, they kind of like contract from their friends sometimes and know that most of your friends, your good ones, they'll always be there. They'll always be yeah. there for you. So rely on them to be there to support you. Um, 
Yeah, yeah no, but just deal like, with some wine and makeup wipes. <laughs> yeah, just like, just know that something better is come is gonna come. Like, definitely mm-hmm. something better is going to come, even though it doesn't seem like it in that moment. Exactly. Alrighty. For one last question was, what is your favorite way to be romantic? Ooh, that is like okay. My favorite way to be romantic is to do things that doesn't necessarily have to involve a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do not need the ten ban ten dozen roses now. Do those little small things. Do those silly things. You know, like if you know I love the beach. Do that small little candle, the picnic at night on mm. the beach thing. Or do that, um, you know, do those small things. I do not need the grandeur of this. No. Yeah. No, I need, I need the small things. I need to know that you, that you know the nuances that make me me. I need to know mm. that you know those nuances. I need to know that you, that you listen when I speak. I need to know that you know what I like. And what I don't like, I do not need the Tiffany boxes or the well, Tiffany box would be nice, but <laughs> I don't need those Tiffany boxes, and I don't need those large yellow, um, yellow orangey yeah. boxes with the blue ribbons and the, you know, those wonderful, you know what I'm talking about, those wonderful boxes, you know, yeah. with the um, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. I can get it myself. I need you to know the nuances about me. So that's yeah. what I think is what makes the best romantic date. If you if you know and you are intuitively linked to those nuances of me of mine. That is the best, right? When you feel like your partner is in your brain. Like when yeah, they know like there's something in your yeah. brain. For that's me it's like truth. if you can like learn or understand like the love language of your partner, so you can either either do this like by actually taking a love languages test online it's like completely free or um like you know knowing your partner understanding your partner you should know like what their love language is and doing mm-hmm. something that so there's like different love languages and i think mine are like receiving gifts and like there's words of affirmation, there's like the physical touch, etc. So understanding like the love language of your person. So if if you know that your partner's love language is like physical touch, then do things like involving physical touch because they'll probably appreciate that. If it is, um, there's the other one that's something around like quality time. Acts, acts of service. Acts of service, yeah acts of service, whatever it is. Um, yeah. yeah, I think the easiest way for me is to learn your partner's love language and then just do things that is in alignment yeah. with their love language. I think that's like a super yeah. quick fix. Yeah. So true. Because like don't spend money that you don't have. Exactly. You know? And then maybe I did, I did. My thing is not even like gifts. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, maybe it would have been that- nice if you cleaned the house. <laughs> You know, acts of service, clean the house, do the dishes. I mean, come on now. It's not that difficult. It's like, I always, so this is going to be off topic. I always felt like, imagine coming home and having some other woman's grown child ask you, what's for dinner? Come now. For me, it's like, imagine like not having to do the dishes. I got your dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. no more dishes the you got to dishwasher you know <laughs> you don't have to ever sweep again I bought you a Roomba you oh know my goodness <laughs> <laughs> you're speaking my language <laughs> you know like yes you know or like you never have to ever worry about watering the garden I got you an irrigation system you know <laughs> like come on like, oh my make goodness. my life easy Exactly, exactly. Well, don't spend millions of dollars that you don't have. I'm just like making a few. Yeah, but if you want to, then that's fine too. If you want, if you really want to, I would love a room that I as an (laughs) i seven plus i nine plus one that comes with the 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 suction thingy that cleans the vacuum out. You can give me that. It's available in SA twenty seven thousand rand if you have it. (laughs) 
Thank you so much. Um, Roomba, please sponsor us. <laughs> I, I'd love the Gucci sneakers. It is um, oh, yes. 15,000 Rand. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, or a nice pair of so cake embellished boots yeah. from Christian yeah. Louboutin. You, please. I mean, if you really want to, like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Me oh, my goodness. The list goes on on that. Yeah, you know. if you can't afford it, just like do the dishes. That's it. Yeah. Buy me Starbucks. Funny thing is about those luxury brands. We see all the celebrities wear them, but they never bought them. They were always, you know, sponsored. Sponsored, yeah. Although, like, completely off topic. There was an article recently at one of these, you know, social media news art, news sources where they actually say there's so many people in Cape Town who go to the Louis Vuitton store in the waterfront or the Gucci store in the waterfront and then they um, actually pay to mm-hmm. take photos with empty bags. Oh, wow. For the content. Yes, I don't know that how true that is. So please don't come after us. We don't know this. Um, but yeah, you, you edit, edit the section out. <laughs> <laughs> edit it out. Blame it on the edit. Um, yeah, but that's so weird. People actually do these things. Eh? I can't believe it. Empty bags. Actually, so you, you think like there is this person just went to Louis Vuitton now and exactly. and Prada and like they just bought a whole bunch of stuff and uh, you can't yeah. and then you feel bad because you can't afford it and exactly like, and then it's actually well, you know, bags. But, yeah and like so what was also funny is like i once saw a post um that Nicki minaj posted right of she was in a diner and people were outside the diner taking photos in front of her car and posting it on these social media pay pl- um, platforms yeah. and then they opened so like you know in america this we think they don't lock the car doors they opened the car door and actually got into the car and she was fine with them taking the pictures outside of the car but when they went into her car she like totally lost it and i would also lose it how do you just get in someone's car for now you edit this part out as well we cannot be sued here you know edit it out um edit 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 (laughs) yeah but um it's so weird how these things work. And that's why I don't trust social media. Because social media is a is a snippet. You we all know that even like when it comes to you and me, we know if we took a hundred photos on our last date. Exactly. You know, but you only posted one of them. Exactly. And yeah. for me, even like if I am having like a good day or something like that's happening and I post about it, I always try just to like add in somewhere. Social media is a highlight reel because I am literally mm. just showing you the best part of my day. Part of I my mean, day. When we, exactly. When we went out, I posted that picture of like us at dinner, but you don't yeah. know that all the things that I had to do before that, I was an hour, 45 minutes late. I had to run to the shop quickly to go get you some flowers so that you don't feel bad because I was so late. You were sitting there waiting for me. I mean, we waited so long for the waiter to like yeah. bring us Being- and this part you can leave in the edit, bearing in mind that I have known Enshaf to be at least 30 minutes or 45 minutes late on every occasion that we've had. With the exception of tonight's podcast message, we, we, will, we recorded it late because Enshaf was late. Um, my, besides that exception, the only time that I was ever late for a, for a gathering with Inshav was yesterday when I arrived at the the coffee shop. Yeah. Um, and she was already there. there. Oh, yeah, I was like a couple of minutes late. But I was also only late because <laughs> the guard at the gate took forever to pay attention to me waiting by the gate to go in. But anyway. So technically you were late. Technically I was on time. <laughs> You know, but okay, I was late. Yesterday I was late. Let me just take the, the L on this one. I was late. <laughs> All right. That is it for this week's episode. Is there anything else that you want to share? Ooh, not today. It's way too hot to overthink things. True. You know? True, true, true. And it's what a week so it has been. 
What yeah. a week it has been. Look, there's a lot of things that we don't say about our week. We give you the, when we talk about the highs and lows, it's very much the superficial highs and lows because you can't really, if, if you had to know the real lows or the real highs, you would be shocked as to yeah. what it is we actually go to. Well, I wouldn't say superficial, but you were the one that are much more easier to deal with or to digest. Easier to try to digest, yeah, I agree. Yes, as opposed to giving you, you know, those hardcore <laughs> ones where we were sitting in the spinning inquiries firing people. We do not want to talk about that. Oh, my goodness. Because, we would you know, be yeah, all day. Whole day. Yeah. And you know it's an HR violation. They take this, then they'll take this podcast to the CCMA as evidence. <laughs> we don't want that either. Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Let us know what you thought about this episode. You can follow me on Instagram at insaf underscore Daniels. You can follow me on Instagram under the same handle we used last time, which Insaf will put in the notes somewhere on this podcast. In the show notes. Um, on the show notes, yes. And I will also be tagged on all of the posts that Inshav does for this podcast. So you will find me there somewhere. Oh, and please like, follow, and subscribe to my um Instagram page. Yeah, I need some followers. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks so much, everyone. Love you guys. And we'll chat to you in the next episode. Bye. Sure. Bye. Bye.